Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Releases uh, with Rob Anson, CEO and founder of Foby AI, trading Canada stock symbol FOBI and for friends in the S, FOBIF. Normally I do a bit of an intro here to catch up everybody, but the fact of the matter is we've got seven press releases to talk about, all meaningful, so there's no need. We'll do away with the intros. First of all, with the pleasantries, Rob, how are you? Welcome back, my friend. Yeah, it's been a while, George. Well, people have been asking for this, but they should know you've been super busy, right? That we've tried to connect a couple of times. I'm not putting on you. It's just good news that you've actually tried, said, hey, George, no, let's push to next week. We're doing this. I've got that. And that's what's been happening. Before we go into the details of the seven press releases, which are awesome, we're going to do a highlight reel of each one and factor that into how that plays your development, how well are things are going at Fulby, markets aside, stock markets, equity, global markets aside, how well are things going at Fulby? Good. Well, like I said to you before uh, earlier, um, you know, we can't control any of the external factors and, and where the market's at and that, but what we can control is our effort and focus and execution and keeping the, the nose to the grindstone, as they say. And that's exactly what we've done. We've been um, pretty quiet, I would say. Um, hence why we haven't connected in a few months, I think it is now. But well, uh, well worth it. Well worth it because just give you a little room to breathe. Yeah, it is. Like I said, we, we have a lot on our agenda to, to kind of execute on here over the, the remaining five, six months or whatever it is to the end of the year. Um, and we look to capitalize on this downturn, I would say, uh, where we are in the markets. But uh, I'm also very optimistic as well as I think we're starting to see the, the market sediment change based on a lot of the reach outs that I've had lately from different investors and institutions looking for information about our company. And we're getting some pretty good exposure as a result of some of the projects I'm sure we'll talk about here. Uh, from some of our partners and media and stuff. So it's been a very busy time for us. There's been a lot of change within the organization and the focus as well. But uh, no, things are going very well. In the last seven, in the last two months, you've, de you've de delivered some pretty meaningful, real business uh, press release announcements and uh, developments. Would it be fair to say that things continue to accelerate and the second half of 2022 uh, would you expect it to bring even bigger uh, announcements, potentially bigger names? Yeah, I mean, for us, like I say, we, we're very focused on kind of the roadmap. Um, our shift now from heavy-centric engineering towards digital media and sales and revenue, you know, we've, we've got the table set. We've got amazing, obviously, uh, IPM products that have been validated on many different levels here. Now it's just the long, narrow approach and focus and uh, continue to execute on the opportunities. Um, our pipeline is always quite full. Um, you know, the, the downfall of some of that, of course, is a lot of these very large projects take a great deal of time. But, you know, we found, um, going back and say six months ago, we found great balance. Um, you know, we've got the small SMB opportunities, which quick turns into to revenue and contracts for us. Uh, we've got kind of the mid-level, I would say, with 
lot of the projects that TELUS has been working and then selling for us and executing on. And then we've also got the, the home runs, as they say, and there's a few of those that uh, are going to be very interesting here as they come to fruition for us. And there's a lot of growth for the company outside of North America in, in Europe and in, in APAC and that. But uh, I think, as we said, we I think the exciting part for me, George, quite honestly, is the not just, you know, I'm always about third party validation, like you always talk about too, but when you look at time and relevancy in the world and markets where the, the technology and not just digital transformation, of course, but necessity and evolution, you know, we've put a great deal of focus here over the last several months into our, our loyalty platform that I'm guessing we'll talk about. But uh, for us, it's always about enhancing experiences, enhancing processes and automation. That was uh, kind of the, the driver of the business from day one. And uh, it's pretty great to see where we're headed. And that wasn't always the easiest thing to people understand because wallet technology and all that is pretty new to everybody, let alone all the things you just talked about that have to have to happen in order for it to become successful. But now you're starting to put out the kind of news. So let's get to it. The kind of news. And I want to talk about the significance of each of these that proves that, man, you guys were way ahead of this and for good reason, because it's exploding. Well, it was, it, it was, I mean, I've, you know, I've had numerous emails over the last kind of couple few years here as to why this, why that, you know, we didn't do these on, uh, you know, I didn't make some of these decisions on a whim, of course, so obviously I'm involved in conversations at various different levels, um, you know, and the writing was on the wall. And for us, you know, um, I'm a big believer in, in mobile digital first and, that's where the world has gone. Uh, I think what, where we're very well positioned is we're a data first company. At the end of the day, it's always reverts back to the data, you know, and, and really for us, George, I think a great deal of um, kind of the challenge and still, quite honestly, is education. You know, we put a great deal of effort into webinars, WebExes with various partners uh, for Cupels and the 8112 and all of that, which is launching here next month. Um, there's some great pilots underway now, but as these things come to market, uh, we're, we're one of the front runners there. So it's uh, been always about forward looking um, processes and thoughts and creating interoperability amongst all of our platforms, which we've now done through the various acquisitions. And uh, we're, we're in a very strong position moving into calendar Q3 for you. And more than just talk, so let's get to, let's get to it. Uh, quantitatively first, for example, back sure. in 2014, you put out an update where uh, paying customers for past credit by Foby grew from 43% from 119 to 170 and revenue grew even faster at 48%. So A, quantitatively, you're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk. But what I found really interesting in that update was the insurance companies. And the headline was, uh, Pasquare by Phobia is now servicing four of the top 10 global insurance companies. And then on July 7th, which is you know, almost a month later, you come out with, you sign an agreement with Manubia to provide integrated digital insurance solution to the Caribbean and Latin America. So as a result, uh, it seems like you've issued tens of millions of insurance passes worldwide. Is that is that where it's at? Let's talk about 
Let's yeah, I think that's the, it's the biggest thing. Um, you know, we talk about a reduction of carbon footprint, of course, great paper, plastic, all these things. That's a big focus for a lot of these organizations. But at the end of the day, George, it's just about user experience. Um, to be able to have everything, your credentials, contact, verification. Uh, with Manubia, it's integrated into the, the judicial system. It's in, integrated to the police of course, um, and the EMS for roadside emergency assistance and whatnot as well. So once again, it's about interoperability and user experience. And this is where, you know, this is very slow, slow moving adoption predominantly in these spaces, but we're seeing great, tremendous uplift and uptick here in the insurance vertical. There's other verticals, I mean, such as banking and financial institutions that uh, now are looking to embrace the mobile digital uh, first approach as well. Um, and we're, we're obviously leveraging the fact of the matter, as you say, that we have four of the largest global yeah, well, insurance What does that say? You know, what does that say about your capabilities? You've been talking a long time about your capabilities. Yeah. Some doubt out there where people say, oh, Rob is just, you know, blowing hot air. And here you are at 10 of the top, four of the top 10 global insurance companies, hundreds, tens of millions of insurance passes worldwide. Now Manubia for the Caribbean, Latin American, from a credibility point of view, is there any may, doubt in Foby's abilities now? No, and it, it, what it does, George, you know, um, it makes it very easy because it's not a, hey, this is a great, nice to have or great idea. No, it's the reality. I mean, when you can speak to and we provide the testimonials of these companies, well, what, there's nothing left to be said. It's already tried. It's already proven. Uh, it makes the sales cycle now very, obviously that much easier. And and in that same press release, talk about the validation of Checkpoint because of the Oscars, the, the deployments with the Oscars, with the NASDAQ, which has led to significant deployments in Europe. I don't know if we've got them all or not, but one of them was Monocle, uh, the Monocle Formula E. Um, so now it seems like it's going really, Foby's going really global. Yeah, like I said, with the, you know, we've got a WebEx to talk about with Janum next week to talk about the Oscars um, and that digital credential ticketing element of it. And, and once again, it's what we can do with the wallet, this interoperability that we can provide from credential access, entry, ticketing, um, messaging, of course. Um, these, these are the things uh, that are getting me excited because you've got an enabling technology that you can leverage based on customer need. And when we walk into meetings now, it's what is the end goal or wish for you to provide from an experience standpoint, then we can provide a workflow that substantiates that uh, vision and goal. So it's uh, very easy now for us to, to be able to paint that picture as they say. And, and now with the use cases that we do have under our belt and validation, makes it just that much easier once again. And, and reading between the lines, you and Janum wouldn't be putting out this webinar on July 28th, which is gonna basically go over, you know, how everything went with the with the Oscars. If you weren't, I mean, I have not seen it, but I'm just gonna assume you gotta read between the lines that you guys are incredibly happy and incredibly confident with how well it went that you wanna show this to the world. Yeah, I mean, obviously we released uh, a use uh, the use case from the event that spoke to all the efficiencies and end results and execution and the testimony from Bev Kite, the CIO for the Oscars. Um, 
you know, that doesn't go out unless we did a bang up job. And that was kind of a, a very interesting point for us to uh, work with, uh, obviously, the, the Apple team on site for support as well. That uh, was a fantastic event. Um, you know, we look at the world of access and entry is a huge opportunity for us. And we're seeing that now with checkpoint deployments. But the, but the beauty is your tech stack. It's not just access and entry. It says you can tie it into engagement yeah. activity, which I think is what makes Foby so unique, right? You're not I just- had a, I had a shareholder last week tell me we should change our name and symbol to Chameleon. Um, and it kind of laughed, but it, it is. We, we have uh, great agility. Um, and like I said, but one of the key things I would say, George, now and working on the last few months here um, with kind of re reshifting focus and direction, it's now, you know, we went extremely wide in the early days. Um, now we've, you know, we've found some of the, you know, penetration, um, traction, momentum points that are enabling us to focus and go very long. We're doubling down on those and uh, we're, we're seeing some great success. And on that, on that note, a press release you put on June 21st that I don't think a lot of people really understood the magnitude of. This is Yotpo, which is a unicorn uh, with a $1.4 billion valuation, raised $200 million, $30 million that came from Shopify. Yeah. Uh, and you guys uh, uh, partnered on a loyalty, uh, a loyalty and marketing uh, program. Talk to us a little more about how, because they've got over 300,000 customers. Yeah. Talk to us about the mechanics of how that's going to work and why shareholders should be really excited about that news. Well, it, come, it came as a result of our integration that we have with Shopify. Um, when we start to look at, uh, once again, it's all about data, George, right? So when we look at uh, this opportunity here and, and you know the deployments that we've begun already with them, um, a huge opportunity for us. Loyalty has been one of my, my, one of my targets and goals for the last couple of years. Um, we were kind of waiting for a lot of the, the different functionality and stuff and design to be implemented. And, and now, you know, we look at what we're doing, not just there with Yopo, but other loyalty providers uh, and now launching our own loyalty, of course, is, uh, you know, we are the chameleon of loyalty that can sit across all the different verticals and industries, whether it's online or in store uh, and bridge those gaps as well. So it's, uh, it's a, a big, big opportunity for us. And it's something that I've been very, very excited about. And what I love about it is it's a unicorn reaching out to a, you know, potential unicorn at the end of the day, but it really means a lot when a company is growing that fast, yeah. uh, you know, they don't make missteps. Well, what, if you can summarize, you know, obviously Yotpo loves you guys, but you know, what was the driving factor to them uh, selecting Foby? Well, once again, it's about uh, data interoperability, real-time data, um, providing the, you know, the points to the SKUs and, and whatnot, the basket data. Um, when, when you start to look at the conversions, I would say, George, of the ability of we have to attribute behaviors and purchases uh, from the online e-commerce world to the physical brick and mortar world, there's a lot of things we're, we're about to uh, unleash with loyalty. That'll be very interesting. Um, 8112 will play a big part of that as well. 
as we are fully integrated with the Coupon Bureau to enable digital promotions and coupons. Um, this is gonna be a big year for the world of digital. And last question about Yachtville, they got 300,000 customers. What do you expect? I'm not asking for projection or like that, but what, what should shareholders expect as a reasonable uh, uptake? You know, 1%, 2% over time, 5%. I have no idea what would be the uh, activations that you'd expect. I have no idea either. So it's uh, something that uh, I'm not going to tell you 1%, 50%. I, I have no idea. Well, I do know we've had tremendous interest. Um, we've got clients already lined up and going. Um, so for us, like we said, it's another, another rod in the water, as they say, that's uh, producing. And, you know, we look at this as all accumulation as we go uh, and move forward. You know, we, we continue to focus and execute on our strategy. Uh, we're always moving in the right direction. We're getting stronger each and every week that goes by. Um, and for us, this is just another example of the versatility and agility and value, quite honestly, uh, to be recognized by one of the largest loyalty providers. I'm going to add in, is it safe to assume, just a yes or no, is it safe to assume that if I'm a customer of Yachtbo and Yachtbo is telling me, here's our wallet pass solution that's going to make, you know, so much simpler to monitor and manage your loyalty, uptake should be pretty good because uh, they're probably pretty loyal to Yachtbo. Well, it's much like, too, in, in the bricks and mortar space that we, we're doing here with Barnett Technologies. Um, you know, it's predominantly, you know, a utilization of a, a cell phone number, uh, a plastic card. That's all old school stuff. We're replacing all of that, right? The world's gone digital. We're leading this charge in the regulated industries. Um, and it's when I look at the, as I said earlier, loyalty, this has been on my radar and agenda for over two years. Yeah, you called it. You called it. Even though a lot of us were, you know, believed it, we believe in your vision, but it was very hard for us to really wrap our minds around it. And we're watching it happen as we speak. And you bring up Barnett, and I'm sure everyone realizes we don't run a script here. We have an idea of what we want to talk about, but you brought Barnett, but that's what I want to talk about next. There was a press was on June 27th. That was the obvious one. Then another one, July 14th. I don't know if people picked up the, the connection, but June 27th, you announced that with Barnett, uh, you partnered to deliver Bevy Pass to Barnett's 500 plus liquor retail and hospitality customer base. As a standalone, that's awesome from a you know from a business prospects point of view, and also again from a third party validation. But then you put out that price on July 14th. Fulby launches digital loyalty and member card programs for cannabis retailers. So what's the connection? If you read deeply, not you, I'm talking about the people at home. Uh, the power and benefit of Foby's integration to the Barnett point of sale uh, system now enables retailers like Eggs, Eggs Canada to push up personalized target promotion. So it's amazing how a lot of this, not only is your, are you stacking your technology, but you're really stacking your solutions from, you know, from one industry right into another, just, just like that. Well, like I said, it's about the versatility and agility of how we've designed and architected our solutions. Uh, and more importantly, it's, it's where the world's at. It's about digital transformation. Uh, majority of the verticals out there other than e-com are severely antiquated. Um, they've been stuck in the same business model forever. So we're transforming and providing the next evolution of user experience, of course, for the shopper, but more importantly for, for the back end operation 
the real-time data capabilities of which we possess and provide are game-changing when we start to look at profitability and the overall operations uh, for the retailer as well. And do you, do you have, is it still early? I know it was just three weeks ago, so it might be early, but you know, what's your, uh, what's your take on Barnett's customer base and what the uptake might be there and how that's going? And I know it's probably early they're introducing it, but any sense of adoption? No, it's been fantastic. I mean, I, I've been overwhelmed uh, and quite surprised by the response. And Barnett is, uh, the, the, this group here is extremely innovative. Um, they, they have the largest span um, in Western Canada for liquor retail, which is the most valuable um, for the brand manufacturers because they have very little insight to the independent retail of um, liquor beverage and on-prem. So once again, as I said earlier, it always goes back to the data and there's your hint hint for the day. What does it do? Last question for you, because there's one there's there was a press release yesterday about the digital marketing agency, but you're you might be short of time. So I want to fill one question first. And if you have time, let me know to ask that. But what does this do for your pipeline when the world sees Yachtbo, Barnett, Academy, you know, web webcast, the cannabis retailers solution? What does that do for the number of phone calls that just start coming in and how you have to start parsing out? Uh, and triaging, which, which are you at that? Are you still at that stage? You're still triaging which opportunities to take? Um, to some degree, yes, I would say. Um, as I said, to go along with our focus, um, we don't need more shiny balls. We need just to now continue to focus on going long and narrow and deep, as I said. But um, the, the beauty here, George, is our ability to onboard. Uh, now that we have all these integrations fully complete, in our systems, I mean, we can literally onboard in the same day. So for a lot of this here now, this has uh, really been about our automation design uh, and the process of which now we run our systems. Uh, it's very, very efficient. And uh, it gives us the ability to scale very, very quickly. Yeah, and clearly the, I don't want to say the industry because th this is not an industry. You're going after multiple verticals. And the impressive thing here is that you've got you're announcing successes from multiple verticals in a time, by the way, where the world economy, forget about the stock markets, where the world economy is going through some, you know, some, some consternation. And yet you've got this much activity going on. So, uh, you know, does that bode well for the rest of 2022? I know we kind of touched on it, but now it's kind of like I said earlier, I mean, I've always, I've always said it's about automation. Um, you know, right now, I don't care what industry it is, it's one of the biggest pain points that I get asked about every day, right? We don't have enough resources. We don't have enough people to run this. And that's why we launched the digital agency. Uh, we've gone a big, big shift here in the last quarter uh, with you know, shifting the resources, um, reducing our, our burn rate by over 50% um, because we've completed all these integrations. We've seen the shift. Um, the, the, you know, the, the tools that have been put in place and they did a great job of building as to where we needed to get to, to scale. And, and now it'll be about the managed services platform as a service and, and direct sales. Um, of course, working with our channel reseller partners has been very, very successful to date, but a lot of what we're doing now is, is driving 
internally the sales organization. Yeah, so some of those problems facing uh, companies around the world are actually in, in your favor. 100% they are. The because they don't have the not, time. Yeah, not only do they want to implement what we have because it's on their agenda, we're helping them. We're doing the heavy lifting, which we're getting paid uh, a very high margin for. So like I said, it's not just uh, the nice to have, it's the, you know, the must have. And we're facilitating that to happen. It's July 21st. We'll end the interview there. But for the comfort of everybody at home, do you think you're going to be on with me a couple more times before the end of the summer? Do you, are we going to be back to our normal pace? Something to look forward to? Yeah, I hope to. Like I said, we've been pretty quiet for, for many reasons. But, um, you know, I, I think as uh, things are... The, the market sediments definitely, I think, changing. Uh, I think there's, like I said, there's a lot of people recognizing what we are, are doing and where we're headed. Uh, and like I said, I think over the next year here, um, people will finally begin to realize what, what they've invested into and, and what we have. And I can't even wait to see what happens after, after 8112 comes out and that goes mainstream. But we'll save that for a later conversation. But Rob, as always, man, thanks for joining us. Your time is that jam. That's why we haven't been able to get on here, but that's good news. And you can see the number of news releases you put out, and that wouldn't include, I know as a business guy, the pipeline you're probably talking to and the proposals and things you're working on. So just the fact that you're able to take out time like this to talk to everybody, much appreciated. See you on the webinar next week for everybody at home. Make sure you sign up for that webinar next week, uh, the Oscars re review with Jan M, uh, to see even more. I think that's a great due diligence uh, uh, thing for everybody. Plus, it's July 28th, and what do we all do in the middle of the summer? Uh, so it's a great week, great use of time. Rob, thank, great to see you. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks for having me, and I uh, hope everyone has a safe and uh, enjoys their their summer. To everybody at home, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. I think we'll see you soon. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.